0: The story that has uh, dominated the concert-going public for the last uh, several weeks has been this fiasco with Ticketmaster, and it was all about the Taylor Swift concert series. She was gonna do a series of shows across the United States, big tour, and uh, you know, for, for the first time in a few years, everybody's wants to go to concerts again, so naturally, a few million fans decided, I want a ticket, and well, it, it, it just sort of blew up. And uh, if, now, there are hearings in the United States diving into the whys and the wherefores because millions of individuals were affected to the point where politicians couldn't help but notice. Our next guest uh, thinks that these hearings that are underway in the United States on the Taylor Swift ticket fiasco could benefit Canadian customers. Let's dive into this one and welcome Vass Bednar. Uh, Professor Bednar is the Digital Society Program Director at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. Joining us from Montreal this morning, Professor Bednar. Vass, good morning and welcome.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm terrific, thanks, and I'm curious as all get out about how Canadians are going to benefit from this blow up uh, on the Taylor Swift Live Nation Ticketmaster stuff.
1: Well, I'm hoping we'll benefit in two ways. One is just the spillover effect of having Ticketmaster as part of a, a broader conversation uh, in terms of looking at their business practices and considering their market power. Uh-huh. And then the second would be, depending on the outcome of these hearings, if there are any material changes to how the company is structured or how it operates, that will have spillover eff- effects for fans in Canada as well. So that's an added bonus.
0: Indeed. So I did a pretty poor job of describing the um, the the problem that led to the current hearings. Can you do the elevator sketch of what went wrong and why so many people got so upset?
1: Well, people have been upset with Ticketmaster for quite a while and artists have been speaking out over time, but it really sort of blew up Um, some are saying with Swifties, Taylor Swift fans, who were, uh, you know, a bunch of things happened that really annoyed them. One, they were locked out of pre-sales, even if they were quote-unquote verified fans. The public sale to her uh, concert series was canceled. There were glitches. There were tickets appearing for resale with prices as high as $22,000 USD. And, you know, because Ticketmaster also uses this kind of like demand-driven algorithmic pricing, it makes it really hard for fans who want to save, you know, money and for, for a concert ticket when you don't really know how, how much that ticket's going to be. So it's kind of a bundling of all these concurrent issues, high fees, long waits, website failures, mm-hmm. and people are sort of saying that, you know, Ticketmaster's dominant market position means that the company just doesn't have any pressure to actually innovate and improve
0: and that's you know the common complaint around this part of the world is that you know when anybody announces a concert uh, and and you know tickets go on sale at ten o'clock Monday morning. Well, at ten by ten o five on Monday morning, they're sold out, and in fact, they've been mostly bought by bots uh, rather than human beings.
1: Yeah, resale bots. That's definitely definitely an aspect. And look. Demand is certainly a factor here in the, t- in the case of Taylor Swift. Ticketmaster has said that demand for our Swift tickets could have filled 900 stadiums, but I don't think we should blame Taylor Swift or Taylor Swift fans here, and you're absolutely right. The proportion of tickets that end up being set aside for Ticketmaster's own resale economy, where mm. they kind of earn double on a ticket, means that even more fans are locked out. But it's not just fans who are losing, right? Artists are losing, too, um, and they can't, can't really negotiate with uh, a different ticket vendor or access certain size venues for their concerts. And back to all those junk fees you see when you buy a ticket, mm-hmm. and this could be for a sporting game too. I mean, those fees are not going to the artist. They're going straight to Ticketmaster's pocket. So I'm I'm very appreciative that artists of all stages of their career, so not just Taylor Swift mm-hmm, are sure. more comfortable pointing to these problems now because typically they might also fear retribution, right? If they don't have another choice to go to go on tour.
0: That's right, and, and uh, we're, we're hearing from. Uh some of the uh, people who are uh, most upset about this—that uh, uh, it's it's so impossible to buy tickets at whatever the face value is—they've sort of given up, Vass, and that's you know that's the exact opposite of what touring performers want to have happen. And Ticketmaster, uh, at this hearing, apologized with incredible insincerity to everyone involved, and and then sort of shut up and let the senators ask more questions uh really you get the impression they're sort of going through the motions because they've been called up on the carpet but they really don't care much
1: that that is the impression a lot of people got online but you know there's a growing movement in the u.s to break up ticketmaster so they merged with a live events company called live nation Mm in 2010 Mm -hmm. and many people are saying that this is you know, a core source of the market power. We now see them exerting and exploiting. So I don't think they're totally off the hook just because the Senate hearings are over. And again, back to those junk fees and dynamic pricing and markups, we might have other policy instruments that can better empower and protect consumers from that kind of exploitation and hopefully help artists out a little bit more too. I mean, we know that touring is one of the number one ways that artists can actually earn a decent remuneration for their talents. They're certainly not earning that much on YouTube or Spotify, that's for sure. you know, from the digitization of music and that's a whole other competition problem. But super important to talk about this intersection of culture and competition.
0: Indeed. So, again, back to the point that you made in the paper the other day, how can Canadian customers ultimately benefit from all of this?
1: Well, we can start to look at these same issues, you know, here in our backyard. We can also, if we really want to take that lens of how power artists being exploited by these kind of choke points or, or gatekeepers there are other interventions we could consider. One is there's a campaign called My Merch, which is all about the merch kind of uh, charge, surcharge that artists face. So across businesses of all sizes, a small local bar, you know, a big stadium, when you buy a concert tee to support, again, your favorite band, Mm -hmm. and you make that splurge. I think there's a presumption, I certainly had it, that that, you know, the profit, the markup, is going to that artist that I support and admire. Yeah, Um, But artists face... A sort of skimming percentage that can be as high as 35 percent and again it's very difficult for them to negotiate against this it's sort of become this ubiquitous business practice it kind of emerged out of nowhere it's it's it was informal but became formal if that makes sense why don't we cap those fees why don't we make them you know modest but also again better protect artists and if the u.s does you know impose anything on ticketmaster that benefits us, too. So in a way, they're doing their homework for us. But there are tons of issues we can look at, again, at that intersection of culture and competition. And we can be leaders, too. Canada, you know, really cares about protecting Canadian culture and promoting it. So that could be the lens that we bring to this conversation.
0: Interesting stuff. Fast Bednar, thanks very much for doing this with us this morning. It puts a little clarity on a, certainly a very emotional issue for these past few weeks. Thanks a lot.
1: My pleasure. Hopefully I'll see you at the concert. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a challenge, but yes, okay.